Hello friends, it's Sean here and it is a delight to have your company. Thank you for inviting me into your day, no matter what's going on, no matter how nuts or calm or anywhere in between your day is. Do you know, today, I didn't even know this is a thing, but apparently it's a thing. There are lots and lots of different sources corroborating this. But on the 9th of November, it is Chaos Never Dies Day. <laughs> it is a day where people remember and well celebrate, commemorate, uh, recognize perhaps that chaos is just a part of life and you cannot escape the madness. The madness follows you. Do you feel like that sometimes where it doesn't matter where you go or what group of people you're spending time with or where you escape to, the chaos has a way of finding you? That is because we live in a chaotic, mad world. So today just recognizes that and says, it's okay. It's not you. It's just the way it is. It's kind of a little comforting and a little terrifying all at the same time. But if there's anything that we are picking up reading through the book of Isaiah, it's that our God rules supreme over the chaos of our hearts and our lives. So what a great segue or what a great platform that we can return to the book of Isaiah. And today talks about, yes, there will be idols, there will be things that we will want to follow and the chaos will drown out God, but it's God and the fear of God that's going to bring us peace and forgiveness. So with that having been said, let us pause the chaos for a moment. (laughs) Isn't that a crazy thing that we get to do? How wonderful. We'll pause the chaos and come before our God to read together Isaiah chapter 44. But now listen to me, Jacob, my servant, Israel, my chosen one. The Lord who made you and helps you says, Do not be afraid, O Jacob, my servant, O dear Israel, my chosen one, for I will pour out water to quench your thirst and to irrigate your parched fields, and I will pour out my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your children. They will thrive like watered grass, like willows on a riverbank. Some will proudly claim I belong to the Lord. Others will say, I am a descendant of Jacob. Some will write the Lord's name on their hands and will take the name of Israel as their own. This is what the Lord says, Israel's King and Redeemer, the Lord of heaven's armies. I am the first and the last. There is no other God. Who is like me? Let them step forward and prove to you his power. Let him do as I have done since ancient times, when I established a people and explained its future. Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim my purposes for you long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any other God? No, there is no other rock, not one. How foolish are those who manufacture idols. Those prized objects are really worthless. The people who worship idols don't know this. So they are all put to shame. 
Who but a fool would make his own God? An idol that cannot help him one bit. All who worship idols will be disgraced, along with all these craftsmen, mere humans who claim they can make a God. They may all stand together, but they will stand in terror and shame. The blacksmith stands at his forge to make a sharp tool, pounding and shaping it with all his might. His work makes him hungry and weak. It makes him thirsty and faint. Then the woodcarver measures a block of wood and draws a pattern on it. He works with chisel and plane and carves it into a human figure. He gives it human beauty and puts it in a little shrine. He cuts down cedars. He selects the cypress and the oak. He plants the pine in the forest to be nourished by the rain. Then he uses part of the wood to make a fire. With it, he warms himself and bakes his bread. Then, yes, it's true. He takes the rest of it and makes a god to worship. He makes an idol and bows down in front of it. He burns part of the tree to roast his meat and to keep himself warm. He says, ah, that fire feels good. Then he takes what's left and makes his god a carved idol. He falls down in front of it, worshipping and praying to it. Rescue me, he says. You are my God. Such stupidity and ignorance. Their eyes are closed and they cannot see. Their minds are shut and they cannot think. The person who made the idol never stops to reflect. Why, it's just a block of wood. I burned half of it for heat and used it to make my bread and roast my meat. How can the rest of it be a god? Should I bow down to worship a piece of wood? The poor deluded fool feeds on ashes. He trusts something that can't help him at all. Yet he cannot bring himself to ask, Is this idol that I'm holding in my hand a lie? Pay attention, O Jacob, for you are my servant, O Israel. I, the Lord, made you. And I will not forget you. I have swept away your sins like a cloud. I have scattered your offences like the morning mist. Oh, return to me, for I have paid the price to set you free. Sing, O heavens, for the Lord has done this wondrous thing. Shout for joy, O depths of the earth. Break into song, O mountains and forests and every tree. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and is glorified in Israel. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer and Creator. I am the Lord who made all things. I alone stretched out the heavens. Who was with me when I made the earth? I expose the false prophets as liars and make fools of fortune tellers. I cause the wise to give bad advice, thus proving them to be fools. But I carry out the predictions of my prophets. By them I say to Jerusalem, People will live here again. And to the towns of Judah, You will be rebuilt. I will restore all your ruins. When I speak to the rivers and say, Dry up, they will be dry. When I say of Cyrus, he is my shepherd, 
He will certainly do as I say. He will command, rebuild Jerusalem. He will say, restore the temple. Oh, our Father, just in case there was any confusion, you are the supreme God of all. And when we create chaos here, you bring order. And when we fall over ourselves with the confusion and complication that we make in our lives, you cut through it all like a knife, placing yourself at the top and us as your people. There is no other God beside you. There is nothing else worthy of our life's pursuit but you. So we return to you. We place you at that highest point and we love you and we worship you and we recognize you as the goal of everything, the desire of our heart. Thank you, Father, for all that you bring, for all that you are and all that you offer us through Jesus, in whose name we pray all of this. Amen.